Let's praise and worship our awesome God. Amen. Lord, we are so grateful for who you are. We bless your holy name. Wandering into the night, wanting a place to hide this weary soul, this bag of bones. I try with all my might, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting, a vagabond. And just when I ran out of road, I met a man I didn't know. And he told me that I was not alone. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my ground I thank the master I thank the savior because he healed my heart he changed my name forever free I'm not the same I thank the master I thank the savior I thank God hallelujah I cannot deny what I see got no choice but to believe my doubts are burning like ashes in the wind so so long to my old friends burden and bitterness you can't just keep it moving yeah no you ain't welcome here oh from now till i walk the streets of gold I'll sing of how you saved my soul. This wayward son has found his way back home. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the master, I thank the savior, because he healed my heart, he changed my name forever free. I'm not the same. I Are you free? Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Yes, I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Yes, I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. We celebrate you, God. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Yes, I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. He picked me up. He turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. Because He healed my heart. He changed my name. Forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior, I thank God, oh. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, oh, because he healed my heart. He changed my name, forever free, I'm not the same. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior, oh, because he picked me up, he turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. Because He healed my heart. He changed my name. Forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master. 
Amen. Oh, you're so good to us, God. You're so good to us, God. Hallelujah. Our Lord is good. He's our refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. When I'm in the roughest water, I won't go under, I won't drown. And when I'm in over my head, I know that you won't let me down. When I am broken and down to nothing, I know that you are always up to something good. Yes. I know that you are always up to something good. You are always up to something good. Thank you, Lord. You take all the good, bad, and the ugly, and you mix it into something good. Hallelujah. Even through the deepest valley, you go before me. You are here. For I know you'll never leave me. Your love surrounds me. I won't fear. And when I'm broken, down to nothing I know that you are always up to something good hallelujah I know that you are always always up to something good you'll make a way whatever it takes there's nothing your love won't endure I know that you are your holy name you're always with us God through the darkest night you are on my side you are always faithful through my fear and doubt you will lead me out you are always able through the darkest night you are on my side thank you Lord you are always faithful through my and doubt you will lead me out you are always sing it one more time the darkest night you are on my side you are always Once like a bird in prison I dwelt 
No freedom from my sorrow I felt But Jesus came and listened to me And glory to God, He set me free He set me free, yes, He set me free He broke the bonds of prison for me How glory found my Jesus to see For glory to God, He set me free Darkness of night has drifted away My feet are planted on higher ground Glory to God, I'm homeward bound He set me free, yes, He set me free He broke the bonds of prison for me I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see Glory to God, He set me free Goodbye to sin and things that confound Not of this world shall turn me around Daily I'm working, I'm praying to Glory to God I'm going through He set me free, yes, He set me free He broke the bonds of prison for me For glory to God, let's sing that one more time. He set me free, yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see. For glory to God, He set me free. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your name your name oh our God is so good I love that Jesus told us that he'd be sending the Holy Spirit to us when he left he is so good to us amen he's our constant companion he lives inside of us he brings us power he helps us to be bold witnesses Holy Spirit we're just listening for you tonight speak to us move and work in us God move and work in us God Lord, we love you. Speak to us, Lord. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice. We're hanging on every word. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, we want to know you more and more, hanging on every word. Oh, come and speak to us, speak to us, oh Lord. Spirit of
for the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for pouring out your blood for us so that we can have forgiveness. Thank you, Lord. Redemption.
Oh, precious. Oh, precious is the We bless you, Lord. Lord, we praise you and we thank you. We ask, Lord, that you would just have your way in this service. Change us all, God. We are just, you just amaze me and I am so grateful. I'm so grateful, Lord. I love you and I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen, amen. There's an old, old song that says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Are you glad you're here tonight? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, maintaining and keeping up, doing what we need to do, costs money. How many of you know that? Just having a home, having a vehicle, just stuff, you know. But when we give to the Lord, it's a whole different thing than just paying rent or paying your mortgage or paying your car payment. Amen. Because what we're doing is affecting eternity. Whether we see it or not, we give to missions. We give to groups that do ministry that, that are around the world, literally. Some of you may not know that, but we do. And we do it willingly, we do it lovingly because God's promised that if we're faithful, He's faithful. Amen. Amen. We want to give tonight. There's lots of ways of giving. Of course, our ushers will be coming forward here in just a moment. They'd love to take cash or checks. We have little 
kiosk outside that door right there. If it's your first time of ever using that, you can use your credit card, but push, please put your whole name in there so it's not just a partial, you know, kind of question mark as to who you are. Um, we've got the PCA app. If you don't have that, you can go to the App Store or Play Store, look it up, put in PCA Church. As it comes up, just follow the prompts. It'll ask you, do you want to do this? You say, by all means, yes, yes, yes. You don't have to, just yes. So, and then, of course, you can text it to, I have the number right here, 844-390-2401. And then you can also mail it to us, PCA Church here at 2313 East Prospect. You say, why do you say that all the time? Well, we just want you to know. We want you to know that there's ways that you can be a blessing to the world. Amen. And that's why we do that. That's why we continue to say it. And, and so just take it and say, thank you, Lord. We appreciate you giving to us so that we can give back to you. Ushers, if you'd come forward, please. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Father, Lord, we just thank you for that precious blood of Jesus that does wash us white as snow, that takes away the sins that we have done, the sins that we have accumulated, the sins that we have either committed or just even thought about committing. And Lord, you can cleanse us and heal us and save us and cause us to be so helpful, Lord, so useful here on this earth. Lord, as we give our offerings tonight, we just pray that you bless it. That, Lord, do with it as only you can do. Just like we sang earlier. When you come into this place, do what only you can do. Father, we ask your blessing on this offering. And as pastor brings the word, let your anointing fall on him, Lord. And then let the anointing and hearing fall on us so that we're sensitive tonight to what you want us to do, what you want us to say, what you want us to be. Father, we just love you so much tonight. Lord, there's so many that need a touch right now, physically, spiritually, uh, emotionally, mentally, financially. Lord, just do your thing and bless them. And Father, we ask these things in that wonderful, holy, precious name of Jesus and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless as you give. Amen. It's awesome. I love Wednesday nights, don't you? I'm still trying to recover from Saturday. Man, Saturday was awesome. We had a back-to-school bash here at the parking lot of the church, and it was full of people and full of kids. I had one little kid at the petting zoo. They were holding a rabbit, and the mom was trying to get the little girl to let the rabbit go, and she goes, but mom... I've never held a rabbit before. I'm never letting go. And it's so wonderful to see all the kids having so much fun. The parents were having fun. And, uh, but with all the fun comes a whole lot of exhaustion. Um, and we were, we were exhausted when we left Saturday, but it was a good exhaustion. Good exhaustion. So thanks to all of you that helped Saturday. It was great to have guests with us on Sunday. I've already met some guests that are here tonight in the service. And so... If you're a guest, we pray three things happen. Number one, you feel the presence of God. Number two, you feel welcome. And number three, you got to come back because seconds are always better. Uh, talking with one of our guests in the, um, in the uh, dinner time before church, and uh, they said, man, we had no idea. You had a world-renowned chef cooking meals for you. I said, absolutely. So come to PCA. It's a great place to come and have fellowship before the service and then during the service and afterwards. Tonight... I prepared a message on Monday, not knowing what the week was going to hold. And I know with live stream, we don't use personal names and those kinds of things for, for reasons. But uh, I, got a, I got a phone call yesterday. And um, so yesterday afternoon, I was with a family that was having to go into an ICU room, stand around their loved one, and say goodbye. Shortly after that, I was then called by uh, one of the families that we pastored in Texas. Um, um, her, um, I, I, I hired uh, this lady, and she was the office manager in 1995, I believe, and she's still the office manager there today. She's about my age. 
her daughter and my daughter and another young lady were best of friends, saw through high school. And so one of my daughter's friends uh, is going to get married Saturday. And, uh, for the, and it's wonderful. Uh, she's waited all of her life for this man, and God's brought her in. But on Monday night, her father, during the middle of the night, aspirated into his lungs, lost consciousness. They had to resuscitate him. He coded. He's not regained consciousness since Monday. Uh, all he did was just go to sleep. He's now in a hospital. They're trying to get him to a bigger hospital, do MRI to see if there's brain damage, if there's any brain function at all. And God keeps bringing this message back to me that I'm talking about tonight. The title of the message is this, TikTok. 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 I'm not talking about the TikTok that most of the young people know about hey, today. So I was out for a walk uh, yeah. recently and I came upon a very distraught man who was about to throw himself off a bridge and I said, wait, don't do it. There's so much to live for. Do you believe in God? And he said, yes. And I said, me too. Are you a Christian or a Jew? And he said, I'm a Christian. And I said, me too. Are you a Protestant or a Catholic? And he said, I'm a Protestant. And I said, me too. What kind? And he said, Baptist. And I said, me too. Are you a Northern Baptist or a Southern Baptist? And he said, Northern Baptist. And I said, me too. Northern liberal Baptist or Northern conservative Baptist? And he said, Northern Conservative Baptist, and I said, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes region or Northern Conservative Baptist New England region? And he said, Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes region, and I said, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes region Council of 1879 or Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes region Council of 1912? And he said, Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. And I said, die, heretic. And I pushed him off the bridge. <laughs> I'm not talking about that TikTok. I'm talking about a TikTok clock. It never stops ticking. It never stops talking. And it's constantly clicking. And when we have a second, we have it for a second and then it's gone, never again to be in our lives. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Revelation chapter 1. I want to read verse number 1 through 3. It says this, the revelation from Jesus Christ. Isn't that a good revelation origin? Jesus Christ. Which God gave him to show his servants which must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John the Revelator received this from God, God's words and the testimony of Jesus Christ, and at his day of life, he said, time is near. Time is near. It's always ticking. And tonight, I don't want to waste your time. And I don't want you to waste my time. So if you have one of these things on your arm, it's called a watch. Look at your watch and see, what time is it? If you have a watch, most of us will have different times on our watches. But nobody has a watch anymore because everybody has a phone and everybody has a Fitbit. And so the times are all the same. But I want to tell you that times are always changing. The clock is always ticking. And if you have a watch, it's always going to have a little bit different time than someone else. Colossians 4, 3 through 5 says this, With all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. One day, time will stop. No more tick, no more talk. Time is near. And we need to do what? Redeem the time. Cash it in. You ever redeemed some coupons? You ever redeemed something? You cash it in. 
It's time for us to make the most of every opportunity, Paul said. Have you ever heard someone say, I just don't have any time? Or maybe they just say, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to do what you're asking me to do. Here's what I have found. All of us have exactly the same amount of time in a day. 24 hours. Yeah. All of us are given the same amount of time in a day, and yet some people manage to get everything done, and other people never quite get it all done. Which one are you? The get it done person or the, I'm never getting it all done. I'm, there's always those people who are always on time. Now, I'm not going to make anybody mad, but there's always some people that are always late. They're late to everything. And yet we all have the same amount of time. Why is it that some people are always on time, ahead of time, get everything done, while other people are always late and never seem to get it all done? Time is ticking away. And once we spend the time that God has given to us, we cannot get it back. We cannot get it back. It's gone forever. Have you ever... I've watched a couple of movies in my life. And at the end of that movie, I said, well, I just wasted two hours of my life. Have you ever done that? Maybe you've watched a sporting event, whatever it was. Maybe you went to a family reunion. I don't know what it is. But you just go, man, I just wasted two hours of my time. I've asked God to return to me the time that I've spent in the waiting room at the doctor's office. Because I was on time, but the doctors never seemed to be on time. God, give me that time back. It's not my fault. And the Bible says, blessed are those who read the word of God. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and blessed are those who keep the word of God. That word blessed means happy. Did you know when you read the word of God, you're a happier person? You're a happier person. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 8. This passage is often read in memorial services. I've had this passage read so many times in a memorial service of someone's life. But it says this, To everything there is a season... And a time to every purpose under the heaven. There's a time to be born, a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, time to dance. I found there's never a right time for me to dance. Just, it's just not there. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get, a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silent. Hard for me. And a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. You see, there's always different times in our life, and they happen all the time. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Time is always going on. In the Greek, there's two words for this word we use, time. We use the word time in many different ways, but in the Greek, there's two words for it. The first word is chronos, which we use for chronology. Things that happen in succeeding minutes. It happens sequentially. The other word is kairos, which means it's at the right time. You laugh at the right time. Have you ever laughed at the wrong time? Yes, I have. You sing at the right time. Have you ever sung at the wrong time? Yes, we all have. And you sing loud, too. You sing confidently. When everyone else is paused, oh! What? That was me? Yes. Tonight, some of us, some of you, you have a lot of time left. A lot of time. And some of us may not have very much time left at all. The problem is, is we don't know which category we are in. 
Our age does not signify how much time we have left. God signifies the time. So we need to make the most of our time. In Acts chapter 1, uh, Luke was talking about there's going to be a time for the Holy Spirit to be poured out. In Acts chapter 2, it was the right time, kairos, for the Holy Spirit to be poured out. The Bible tells us that, the, the, that Jesus will return like a thief in the middle of a night. There was a time there was an illustration of five uh, virgins that were wise, five foolish virgins, five virgins that were wise. They had their lamps filled with oil. They were trimmed and burning bright. Uh, the five foolish virgins failed to get enough oil, and their lamps ran out, and they were not ready when the bridegroom came. I don't know what time Jesus is coming back. No one knows. He tells us to be ready because we do not know the time. I don't know the time that God has appointed for me to die. Unless he comes back, we all have an appointment with death. But God knows that time. And this week I have been with two separate families that are struggling with time when most of us never even think about time. How much today have you thought about TikTok? I believe God wants us to think. People say things like, these are the times that we live in. Or times they are a-changing. How many of you have heard that? The Bible says that we're blessed if we read the word, hear the word, and keep the word. How much time are we spending reading, hearing, and keeping? Because how much time we spend doing things that are eternal matters. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says this, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, kairos, at the proper time, kairos, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I've been talking about finish, finish, finish the race. If you finish, don't quit at the proper time, at the right time, at the fullness of time, you will receive a reward. I love that, don't you? I hope and pray I finish strong. I run through the end of my life strong. I don't want to limp in. I don't, I don't want somebody to have to carry me. I want to finish strong. I want to, at that kairos moment, I want to be able to have that peace of God that surpasseth understanding. I want to know that God himself is walking with me through the valley of the shadow of death, and I will fear no evil, for thou art with me at that time in my life, at that time in your life. So tonight I want to use the word time as an acrostic for us to think about some things. And actually the first letter T is about thoughts. What are we spending time thinking about? What are we thinking about? Because tick-tock, tick-tock, what are we thinking about? In the Old Testament, the men would wear what was called phylacteries. A phylactery is a leather box that would be placed upon the forehead of the man and it was, it was made out of vellum, and that, well, the vellum was inside of it, and inside of it was, on the vellum was written scriptures. And this phylactery would remind the men all day long to think about the Word of God. Yeah, think. The Bible says that the things that we are holding dear, that's what we will think about. Yeah. If we hold the Word of God dear in our life, guess what? You're going to think about the Word of God. You'll have instances in your day, the Word of God will come forth, you'll think about it. The Bible tells us that we are to meditate upon the Word of God. Think on the Word of God. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says this, Do not conform to the pattern of the world, because they're thinking about all the other stuff. But be transformed by what? Renewing your mind. I want my mind to be new, don't you? Uh, you say, you're old. How do you have a new mind? Because it gets renewed daily. Every day, renewed. I want it to be new. I want to think new. I don't want to have old thoughts, and I don't want to think about old things. I want to think about fresh things and new things in my life. We're to do that. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His pleasing, perfect will for your life. So what are you spending time 
thinking about. I believe our thoughts reveal our hearts. I believe that. I, what are your interests? What are you interested in? Because we think about and spend time and money on things we are interested in. If you're interested in fishing, you're going to think about fishing. Nothing wrong with fishing, but you're going to think about it, aren't you? If you love to play golf or you love to go bowling. I went bowling, took the grandkids bowling first time in 20-something years. I hadn't even thought about bowling until we got up there and I had to find a bowling ball. I haven't had to find a bowling ball. Why? Because I had my own bowling ball. I was that guy walking the bowling lanes with my own bowling ball. Had my own bowling ball bag. And if you have your own bowling ball bag and your own bowling ball, you better be good. It's like the guy that walks into the pool hall with his own cue stick. You better be good. Well, I had to use one off the rack. I hadn't thought about bowling because it wasn't my interest. But if you have an interest, you're going to think about it. And we need to ask, is God pleased with our interest, what we're thinking about? Our words condemn us or set us free. And sometimes we don't have time to read, hear, and keep the word of God. So we need to have it hidden in our hearts so that it comes out of our mouths. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, you can tell what people are interested in because if you hang around them just a little bit, they're going to talk about their interest. Yes. And interests are wonderful. I have interests of my own. I, I, I like my wife. I love my wife. I like my grandkids. I love, so if you're hanging around me very much, you're going to have me talk about my wife, my grandkids. I like to play golf occasionally. I like hunting golf balls in the woods. That's probably a lot of fun. And um, my, my son and daughter-in-law, they bought me a dozen golf balls and had imprinted on the golf ball Jeremiah 29.11. And then my wife tells me, don't lose these golf balls. And I tell her, the way I play, if I use that golf ball, I will lose that golf ball. But I find so many other people's golf balls. It's a wonderful trait. We think about our interest. The Bible says that at the kairos, at the right time, at the proper time, our works that we do here on earth will be put into the fire and that which is eternal and has eternal value will be coming forth as fine gold and that all of the other things in our life we spent time on, money on, had interest in that's not eternal is going to be burned up in the fire. And whatever comes forth as fine gold will be made into a beautiful crown and given to us as our reward. Isn't that wonderful? I believe the time we spend in the house of God is going to be eternal time. So thank God that you're here on a Wednesday night. Thank God you're going, hey, I'm putting some more gold in my crown. I believe the time we spend reading the word of God, the time we spend talking to other people about God, all those things. I want a crown, don't you? I don't want some dinky little thing like this set on top of my big old head. I want a crown. And the Bible says that if we finish the race at the right time, all of us will receive a great reward. I can't wait to see you in heaven and see your crowns. Go, wow, that's awesome. Great job. Thoughts, interest, money. How do we spend our money? This is not about tithing. This is just revealing of what we spend our time doing. Because what we spend our money on reveals our interest and reveals what we're thinking about. Because you don't buy anything you haven't thought about. You don't spend money on things that you're not interested in. If you like bananas, you're buying some bananas, right? If you like guns or hunting or fishing or whatever, if you like sewing machines and all those things, that's what you're going to spend your money on. And our money reveals how we are spending our thoughts and our interests. I have found, at least in my life, I have limited amount of money. And I also have a limited amount of time. How I spend my money determines how I'm going to live on this earth and how I spend my time is going to reveal how I'm going to live eternally. I can't just spend money on everything I want. Wouldn't that be great? I don't have unlimited money. I wish I did. I wish you did. I wish we had unlimited time. 
But unless the Lord comes back, our time is limited. Some of us a lot, some of us a little. Time will run out. Before there was time, God was. And after time is stopped, God will be there. And we will live eternally in a timeless space with God. There'll be no time. Morning, noon, night, none of that. No tides rolling in with the moons, all those things. Time will cease. I look into the mirror and I see time has taken an effect on me. Yeah. Time has taken a toll on all of us that are a little bit older. For those of you that are young and enjoy looking in the mirror, please keep on doing it. As you get older, you'll glance less at the mirror. As you get older, the mirrors get smaller in your house, not larger. When you're younger, you put the whole wall of mirrors. When you're older, you're saying, give me that compact. Let me look at just the one spot that still looks good right there. The Bible says that at the fullness of time, Christ was born. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Time, thoughts, interest, money. Eternity. Eternity. Some people think I have plenty, plenty, plenty of time. We've often heard the sands of time. Let the good times roll. It's Miller time. Where'd that come from? <laughs> the Bible says that we are to look at the signs of the times and determine where this world is. Well, tonight we've spent some time together. And I pray I have not wasted your time. I pray that you will not leave church and go, well, that was a waste of time. Honey, we could have stayed home and have spent our time better than going to church. Or we could have gotten so much more done if we'd have just stayed home. I could have washed the car and mowed the yard and I could have this or that. But I pray that I've not wasted your time, but I pray that I give you a fresh awareness of what time you have. Because my friend who went to sleep Monday night thinking, this week has got to hurry up and go by because I want to walk my daughter down the aisle Saturday. He did not think that his time was shortened. We, we prayed tonight before the service for an 18-year-old young man who just got put into the hospital is on forced oxygen because of COVID. 18 years of old, you think I've got decades, decades, decades. I'm not going to be in the hospital. I'm going to go to work tomorrow and do what I did today. I always tell people this. And sometimes they, they go, uh-huh, and they walk on. But I've told you as a church, if you wake up in the morning and you live your day, and you go to bed at night and you did not have a crisis, chaotic moment in that day, that is a good, good day. If your day was boring, that's good. If you go to bed the same way you wake up that morning, thank God for that. Sandy and I pray every time we hear an ambulance. We pray, God, somebody's not having a good day. We don't know who that is, but God touched them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The ambulance could be coming to our house. We don't know. You may, Pastor, you're, no, but there's all kinds of times. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to rejoice. There's a time, all kinds of times. Just how are we spending the time? Because the Bible also tells us that Jesus Christ will come back in the twinkling of time. You're not going to have time to think about it, but you will either be changed from mortal to immortality, from corruptible to incorruptible, in a twinkling of time, or you will not. In that moment of time, that kairos moment that God has set apart, that no man knows, we're going to be caught up together to meet Jesus in the clouds. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to be awesome. I don't know how we're going to process this with our temporary little brains, but it's going to be awesome. And we're going to go to heaven and receive our reward and have the marriage supper of the Lamb. 
And then we're going to get on a big white horse and follow Jesus Christ back to this earth. He's going to touch the Mount of Olives. It will split top to bottom. There's going to be a battle called Armageddon. And then we're going to reign and rule with Christ for a thousand years. That's awesome, isn't it? But you have to be ready for that time. You've got to be ready. God entered time for you and me. He looked around heaven in a place where time does not exist and he sent his son into time at the right time because of our sins. And he died on the cross at the right time and he rose at the right time and he's coming back at the right time. We may have more time than we think we do. Don't look in the mirror and, and try to figure out how much time you have. Because the mirror has nothing to do with how much time God gives us. But we do have 24 hours a day. And I think it's time that we get everything done. I think it's time if you're the person that's always late, I'm going to start being early. I'm going to start getting my to-do list out and I'm going to scratch it off every day and get it done because I may not have tomorrow. And the Bible tells us don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough things to do with today. And then you may not even be here tomorrow. Yeah. Through the years, I've preached all kinds of services for every age group you can imagine. From birth to over 100 years old, I don't know how much time I have left, but I want to spend it loving God, loving my family, and loving you. I think that's time well spent. I want to take the time that I have and make sure that I read the Word of God, I hear the Word of God, and I keep the Word of God. Because if I do that, then I am blessed. Stand with me tonight. Ruth was put into a place for such a time as this. You have been placed here at this church for this time, for this time in history of the PCA church. I've been placed in the lineage of pastors of PCA church. We all have time. And we're just going to take a moment of time. And I want God to speak to your heart. He's already spoken to mine. He spoke to my heart on this on Monday. And then I go through all the things I go with other people on Monday night, Tuesday, and today. And I said, God, thank you for reminding me of time before I had to go through those times with these families. Yeah. I want you to laugh. I want you, if you can, dance. If you can dance, dance. I envy you if you can. But I also want you to take time and make sure your heart's right with God. Father, Lord, it doesn't take much time to get everything right with you. All it takes is stopping for just a moment, saying, God, forgive me, wash me, cleanse me, purify me, white as snow. All it takes is just a moment to get our name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. All it takes as a born-again child of God to keep things fresh and new and to keep things white without spot, wrinkle, or blemish is to just say on a daily basis, God, if there's anything in my life unpleasing to you, God, forgive me. Lord, help us to read your word every day. Help us to hear your voice every day and help us to keep your word. I pray, God, that we may not wear a phylactery on our forehead, but, God, we can meditate upon your word. Keep it in front of us. And I believe every day, God, you will give us time to talk to somebody else about the word of God. Time is tick-tocking away. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Once we spend it, once we redeem it, it is gone and we'll never get it back. 
And God, I thank you for the time that we've had together tonight at PCA. I pray that I have not wasted anyone's time, but that God, this time will have an eternal value in our hearts and lives. We want a fresh awareness of time. We give you praise. We give you honor and glory. And everybody said, amen. amen. It is time. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.